0: this, you go to YouTube, look up your favorite YouTuber, and he or she gives you one or two stock picks to feel excited about. Before you close the app, YouTube recommends another video titled Best Stock Picks This Year. You watch it, adding a few more stock picks to your list. You promise yourself, you come back and research them next weekend but before you go to bed in the evening a quick scroll through twitter adds a few more ideas to your list and just about the time you think you can't handle any more stock ideas a breaking news article on CNBC adds a new ticker to the top At best, you research a few haphazardly and skip the rest. And at worst, you forget about the list and repeat the same process the next day. This stock-picking dance happens to all of us more often than we care to admit it. It is quite damaging to our success as long-term investors. It makes us Focus on what's trending every single day. It leaves our research at the mercy of the internet algorithms to bring a stock picks idea to our attention. It overwhelms us with an endless number of ideas. It leaves us out of stock ideas that are truly worth owning but not trending online. It's a passive and reactionary approach to stock picking. In this video, I'll share a process that can help you take control of your stock picking. It's simple and effective. Anyone can use it and it puts you in control. The starting point of this process is how Warren Buffett recommends you pick stocks. After we understand how he does it, I'll share a more practical and useful process and template you can use to find the stock ideas, according to his methodology, but in the modern day and age way of doing things. Warren Buffett's approach is that, on several occasions, investors have asked what he would do if he had a small amount of money and wanted to make lots of money in the stock market.
1: Well, I would use the approach that I think I'm using now of trying to search out businesses that were, I think they're selling at the lowest price relative to the discounted cash they would produce in the future. But if I were working with a small amount of money, the universe would be huge compared to the universe of possible ideas I work with now. So I would pour through volumes of, of, of businesses and I would find one or two that I could put $10,000 into or $15,000 into that I think if you're working with a small amount of money with exactly the same background that Charlie and I have and same ideas, same same whatever ability we have, you know, I think you can make very significant sums. But you. I started, I went through the pages of the manuals, page by page. I mean, I probably went through 20,000 pages uh, in the Moody's Industrial, Transportation, Banks, and Finance manuals. And I did it twice. And I actually you know, looked at every business. I didn't look very hard at some. Brilliant man who can't get any money from other people and is working with a very small sum. Probably should work in very obscure stocks, searching out... Uh, unusual mispriced opportunities.
0: His answer has two parts. One, find small companies that most people do not talk about. By that, he doesn't mean penny stocks, but he refers to companies with a small market cap that are gliding under the radar for now and are small enough to be able to multiply by 10 times or more over years. And then his second part of the answer is that research many companies starting from A and going to Z of public traded companies in that size range. He literally means you should start from companies alphabetically uh on top on a and research them all one by one buffett's approach makes sense for two reasons he focuses his effort on smaller companies that have a higher likelihood of generating higher returns and two it's comprehensive and prevents you from chasing what's trending before you panic and overreact saying don't have time and it will take years to research that many stocks, which I agree with you. Let's digest this proposal by Buffett. What Buffett suggests is difficult but not impossible these days when we know what we are looking for and have access to powerful tools that can help drastically reduce the time and effort required to implement his method and model. That's why we are here, to pick stocks following Buffett's suggestion. I have devised a framework I called a three-legged stool with a flower race on top. First leg of the stool, a small enough market cap. Why small enough market cap? It typically refers to a company with a market cap of at least $50 million or above that, but lower than 10 billion. Chris Meyer, the author of 100 Baggers book, explains this best. Chris has looked through companies created more than hundred times in returns between 1962 and 2014 and found the most common characteristics of such companies. The idea is that smaller companies can grow 10 times, 20 times, and still be small and have room to grow over the years. In contrast, Apple today has roughly $3 trillion in market cap. We can safely assume it won't go up 10 times or 20 times, and certainly not 100 fold. So for us long-term investors, buying companies to hold for three, five, and 10 years, and to get rewarded significantly in investment return, we have to focus on smaller companies. How to find them? It's one of the easiest criteria to screen for. You can go to StockRs stock screener tool, and choose the market cap filter, and remove companies with less than $50 million or more than $10 million in market cap. Please notice this would exclude very good investments such as Airbnb or Nvidia, but also noticed here we are focusing on finding companies that don't trend. And also we are looking for companies that truly deserve to be held for a decade. Nvidia is a great company, but we all have exposure to Nvidia, either through holding broad market Indices such as SPY ETF or some other ETFs, therefore, we're looking for smaller companies. Criteria number two is revenue growth. We've often heard that fundamental investing is about picking businesses, not stocks. This means we must have a few criteria to differentiate a good company from a crappy one. If there is only one filter we should pay attention to, we should focus on revenue growth or a company's ability to grow its revenue. Without revenue growth, it is very hard to attract talent and capital and the company starts to shrink and decline, especially if the plan is to hold the stock for three, five to 10 years. This criteria becomes super important how to find information for revenue growth. One simple way to look at is to just look at companies who grew their revenues in the last 12 months. But businesses are like humans. They have good years and bad years. You can't just judge them based on one year's performance. You want a company that has been able to grow most of the time, with some flexibility for slower growth in a quarter or two. I prefer looking at the company's annualized revenue growth in a three-year period. On Stock the Screener, if you choose the solid revenue growth filter, it is based on the company's revenue growth in the last quarter or quarter year over year, and a three-year period. Looking at all three periods, stock allows for flexibility in revenue growth interruptions if a company has had a bad quarter or two. Criterion number three, cash generation. What's the most important reason businesses exist? I wait a few seconds for you to think about it. If you said making money, you are spot on. Yes, businesses exist to make the world a better place, innovate to solve problems, bring a dream to reality, and so on. But at the end of the day, the ultimate goal of any business is to make money. How to find information about making money? We can use net income or profit, the company's report, at the end of the profit and loss statement. However, net profit results from accounting rules that don't always show the company's cash generation and money-making power. Instead, free cash flow is a better indicator of a company's ability to generate cash because it excludes non-cash expenses such as stock-based compensation, and it includes cash expenditure on capital expenses. It shows a true power of a company in making money in every time period. On a stock as a screener, if you choose the cash availability filter, it is based on the company's free cash flow and its growth in the last quarter over quarter, year over year, and three year period. Looking at all three periods, the stock card allows you to filter out companies that aren't truly cash generating. As a reminder, you don't have to use a stock card a screener to screen stocks for long-term hold, but we've made a stock card specifically for this purpose. But go ahead and use any screener and you can still focus on market cap, sales growth, trend, and cash generation power, and you'll be just fine. These are the questions you'd want to answer whatever tool you're using. Is the company small enough that it can grow 10 times, 20 times or more in the next 3, 5 to 10 years or so? Does the company have a consistent revenue trend? not only in the last quarter or last year, but in the recent few quarters and years? And does the company generate free cash flow, even though it doesn't generate positive earnings? If it does generate positive earnings, so much better. Those questions are foundational to your long-term stock screening. They are not the only screeners you have to use, but it take the universe of more than 21,000 stocks listed in the US down to around 1,200 stocks on the day of recording this session for you. Now for the next part of our discussion, let's focus on how you can further narrow down the list from 1,200 stocks to only a few. If it were young Warren Buffett, he would have started researching the full list. But let's accept that with the help of technology, we can be much more efficient than Buffett's younger himself. There are super easy ways to cut things out. Exclude the stocks that are not listed on NASDAQ and NYSE. There are several other stock exchanges, commonly known as over-the-counter stock exchanges in the US. Many good companies are listed there, but the actual company does not officially represent the ticker traded on the -the over-the-counter markets. They tend to be an unofficial way for sellers and buyers to trade a stock, and in many cases, they have very limited trading volume. So you may buy a stock and then you can't find anyone interested in buying it from you when it's time to sell or if you need your money back on a specific day. You risk not investing in a big company such as Tencent, which is listed on over-the-counter markets, but then you get rid of many riskier investments. Risk isn't always bad, but trading volume risk is something you can easily eliminate by focusing on more prominent stock exchanges. Doing so brings down your stock list to about 500. My goal today is to bring down the list to about 100 stocks, which is a great place to start researching them one by one. So let's consider dividend payment as our next criteria. For me personally if a company is less than 10 billion dollars in market cap and revenue is growing there is a lot of room to grow i prefer the company to reinvest all of its money in growth and future rather than paying dividends narrowing down the list to companies without a dividend cuts it by half so the additional two questions you must answer are does the stock have enough volume and interest in the US that is worth time and effort? And does the company allocate its capital to growth instead of dividends? Now we have a screener that gives us about 100 stocks or so that are worth researching and spending time on. It is very easy to take this screener and make it more personal to your investment strategies. For example, if you want a company to be profitable or rather to invest in undervalued stocks, those are additional criteria you can add to this screener. The link to the screener I created is in the notes below. You can save it to your own Stockard account and adjust it to your liking. The next step in this video series is to discuss how we can research the individual stocks, meeting our criteria and select the best stocks to own from this screen results, or better yet, how to research any stock fundamentally. Make sure to watch that next video and continue your education. We're so glad to have you with us. Thank you.